Amen. We're going to turn to the book of Acts, the 26th chapter, and we're going to start reading with the 14th verse. Acts chapter 26 and verse 14. And when we, let me read 13 there. might not give them all the scripture. Let me just read 13. At midday, O king, I saw the light. I saw the way, a light from heaven above the brightness of the sun shining round about me and them which journeyed with me. And when we were all fallen to the earth, I heard a voice speaking unto me and saying, in the Hebrew tongue, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. And I said, Who art thou, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. How many is glad you know who the Lord is? That's a wonderful revelation. Verse 16, he said, but rise, stand upon thy feet, for I have appeared unto thee for this purpose, to make thee a minister and a witness, both of these things which thou hast seen, and those things in the which I will appear unto thee, delivering thee from the people and from the Gentiles unto whom now I send thee to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light, from the power of Satan unto God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and an inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. Praise the Lord. Amen. I just want to preach for a few minutes tonight on this subject, eternal inheritance. Pray that God bless his word. You can be seated. We certainly thank God for his word tonight. Amen. An eternal inheritance. You can read in the scriptures, I believe the apostle Paul in the book of Romans, he lays out the groundwork for the necessity of the gospel and Jesus Christ. Amen. He, he talked about all sinning, coming short of the glory of God. And he went on back and he even talked about Adam. And he said that through Adam we all become disobedient. For the the disobedience of one, we all become sinners. He also talks about being sold under sin. And but through the obedience of one, many were made righteous. And so as we look at our fall, we realize what we lost. Amen. We were lost, and we had nothing, and we needed Jesus Christ. Amen. And so the Apostle Paul said, through obedience of Jesus Christ, many were made righteous. Beautiful story here about the conversion of the Apostle Paul and his commission by the Lord, where he was going to preach and who he was going to preach to. He was going to preach to pagans. He was going to preach to people that were certainly the opposite of him. 
Amen. His upbringing, his life, he was a Jew. Amen. And he, he knew the law. I uh, thought the pastor was preaching or teaching uh, last Wednesday night, and he talked about that Greek woman there and how that she was a Gentile, but she was humble enough to realize through faith, amen, I'll take just a crumb. Amen. But I thought when he was teaching there, there was a scripture come to my mind, and it was what uh, the apostle Paul said, what advantage hath the Jew? And Paul answered his own question. He said, much in every way, for unto them were given the oracles of God. Think about what it was to grow up in a Jewish home. Amen. A true, devout, God-fearing Jew. You heard the very oracles of God. You had a great advantage. Amen. But the, the Lord was going to send the apostle Paul, amen, to the Gentiles. And they had nothing. Amen. We lost everything through Adam, but through Christ, we have a lot to gain. We have an inheritance to gain. If you go with me to the book of Ephesians, amen, Ephesians chapter 2, and we're going to read, amen, about verses 11 through 13. Wherefore, remember that being in time past, Gentiles in the flesh who are called uncircumcision by that which is called circumcision in the flesh made by hands. Amen. That was the covenant that the Jews had. Amen. The law, the covenant God gave to Abraham. Amen. They had to be circumcised to be a part of the covenant. That at that time ye were without Christ. You were aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers to the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. Didn't look too good for us Gentiles. Amen. Our, our, uh, our history didn't look that good. Amen. And you think about he came to his own, his very own that did not receive him. But as many as received him, just like that Grecian woman, as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. So we were aliens, amen, from the commonwealth of Israel, strangers, having no hope and without God. But now in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes were far off are made nigh by the blood of Jesus. He broke down the middle wall of partition. He made, a, made one of twain. Amen. We are all in Christ Jesus. And by being in Christ Jesus, we have an inheritance. I don't know what your background was. I don't know whether you were rich or poor, amen, or what race you were of, amen. It doesn't matter. In Christ, you have an inheritance. You have an eternal inheritance. You had something that the world could not give you. You had something that family could not give you. Nobody could give you what you got tonight. You've got an inheritance. Think about the inheritance. How do we treasure it? How do we appreciate it? Amen. This is the greatest thing that we've ever had. If we look at 
second or first Peter, or let's stay in Ephesians first while we're here in Ephesians. Now we've been made nigh by the blood. He's broken down the middle wall of partition. Notice what he says here in the first chapter of Ephesians, chapter 1 and verse 11. In whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will, that we should be to the praise of his glory, who first trusted in Christ, in whom also he also trusted that after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that ye believed, ye were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Now think about our inheritance and what we've been sealed. We've been sealed with the Holy Ghost. And that Holy Ghost is to authenticate and proof of divine ownership. We belong to him. It was his blood that tore down the wall. It was his blood that washed our sins away. It was his blood that purchased the church. And it's his spirit that seals us. Amen. The Holy Spirit of promise. We've been sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession under the praise of his glory. Think about this for a moment. The earnest of our inheritance. The Bible speaks about the Holy Ghost as a comforter. And it is a comforter. When you think about the Holy Ghost is our earnest. It's like a down payment. It's a security deposit. Amen. Of something greater yet to come. I had not seen, ears not heard. The Bible said that in the age to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his glory. I'm going to tell you something that has not been told yet. Hallelujah. I've got an inheritance. If I live by faith, if I walk by faith, if I have the earnest of my inheritance, the earnest, thank God for the earnest of my inheritance. Amen. I don't want to lose the earnest of my inheritance. Amen. And then he says about the 18th and the 19th verse, amen, of that chapter, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him, and the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what is the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. This is rich. This is a rich inheritance. Money can't compare to this. There's no comparison to this inheritance that we have. It's eternal. The body can grow old. But remember, the earnest of your inheritance is the Holy Ghost. Until what? The redemption of the purchased possession. That's this body. How many knows this body is the temple of the Lord? And the Holy Ghost dwells in you. It, this belongs to God. Still get up with aches and pain, but it's his. He put the Holy Ghost on the inside. 
but he gave me the earnest of my inheritance. Why? Because one day, in a moment, a twinkle of an eye, this body's going to be changed into the likeness of Jesus Christ. That's my inheritance. It's a rich inheritance. Rich. Money can't compare to this inheritance. Amen. And the Bible tells us in 1 Peter chapter 3, amen, and about verse, or about chapter 1 and verse 3 and 4, excuse me, amen, in the uh, book of Peter chapter 1 and verse 3 and 4, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy hath begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance incorruptible, undefiled, that fadeth not away, reserved in heaven for you. It don't get any better than that. Lay up treasures in heaven. Lay treasures up in heaven. And that's what the Lord told us. Where thieves cannot in or in and steal. Thank God for an inheritance that's incorruptible, undefiled in the heavens for us. It's eternal. Can't be taken from us. If you live by faith, it can't be taken from you. Amen. I want this is a rich, rich inheritance. The Bible said, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Though he was rich, yet he became poor, that we through his poverty might be made rich. He gave his riches on the cross. He shed his blood. As Paul said when he was talking to the elders at Ephesus, he said, feed the church of God, which he purchased with his own blood. He said, I commend you to the grace of God, amen, that will give you, amen, an inheritance amongst them that are sanctified. This is a blood-bought church. This is his riches that he spent out on the cross to buy church, hallelujah, and redeem it to himself. This is his church, and we are part of his church. It's an inheritance that is undefiled, incorruptible, that fadeth not away. Folks are going to leave behind bank accounts long as you got a good bank account in heaven. <laughs> There's folks that's going to be, amen, poor and make it from paycheck to paycheck, but they got something that's rich on the other side. It's called an inheritance. I'm thankful and grateful for my inheritance. Hallelujah. Thankful to God, amen, for inheritance by coming to the knowledge of Jesus Christ, being born again, washed in his blood, filled with his spirit. I've got an inheritance. It's rich. It's undefiled. It fadeth not away. It's awesome. I want to have an attitude. I'm not wanting to sell it. How many know the story of Naboth? The Bible said the book uh, over there in Kings that uh, about the first chapter of uh, Kings, first Kings chapter 
21, I'm sorry, verse 3. I just want to read this one verse of Scripture, amen, and, and, and emphasize just one thing. Everybody knows the story, Naboth, amen. But this is one Scripture. I want you to turn here and, and read this with me in 1 Kings chapter 21 and verse 3, amen. What's he say? And Naboth said to Ahab, the Lord forbid it me that I should give the inheritance of my father unto thee. That's all I want to emphasize. The Lord forbid that I give my inheritance to you. I'm not selling. I'm not selling. I'm not compromising. I'm not backing up. I got a revelation. I know who Jesus is. I'm not going to sell it. I'm not going to sell my inheritance. Hallelujah. How many believe there's just one God? One water and spirit message of salvation. Hallelujah. God bless you. Think about it. I got an inheritance. I want to have an attitude that I'm not selling. I'm not selling my inheritance. I'm not giving in. I'm not compromising. I got a treasure, hallelujah, that's undefiled, that fadeth not away. Amen. I don't want to in any way lose my inheritance. Children of Israel, God said, I'm going to give you a land. I got something for you. It's an inheritance. And they possessed their inheritance. Amen. Many times they had their issues. They, 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 they drifted. They fell back on, on the Lord. And uh, many times, amen, they would compromise. They'd bring in other gods. And God had to chasten them in afflictions. They'd call on the Lord. God, bring them back. Amen. But think about a privileged nation. As the psalmist said, what nation is so privileged to call the Lord their God? All nations around them had false gods, idol gods, gods of wood and stone. Really, they were devils behind all that, but that they were just false gods. And yet there was many times when the children of Israel would be tempted, amen, to serve other gods. Not realizing what they were doing to their inheritance. I want you to know, Apostolic Church, I got an apostolic heritage, an inheritance in the faith that I don't want to sell. I don't want to sell our message. I don't want to sell our lifestyle. I don't want to sell, amen, our convictions. I don't want to sell it. I want to hold on to it. Hallelujah. There's a world out there that would love for us to compromise Amen. But I got an inheritance that's worth treasuring and it's worth preserving. Hallelujah. And the Bible, I don't know if they have this scripture down there, but uh, I was sitting back here and it come to my mind over there in Jeremiah. I don't know, maybe y'all can bring it up there, but it's in Jeremiah, the second chapter, and it's about the 10th through the 13th verses. Amen. But amen. The Lord is speaking to Israel, or Judah through the prophet Jeremiah, and uh, he, he said, I want, you to, I want you to check out something. I want you to go around, and I want you to search, and I want you to look around all these other nations, and I want you to consider something. What did he say? 
Was y'all able to find it? If not, that's okay. But he told them to go over the aisles. Pass over the aisles of Kittim and see sin to Kedar. What did he say? Consider diligently and see if there be such a thing. What, what, what? That a nation would change their God for another God that is not a God. Judah has changed their glory to something that will not profit. Then he went on and he said, my people have committed two evils. They've forsaken me, the fountain of living waters, and hewed them out cisterns that can hold no water. I'm their inheritance. I'm the living waters. I'm the one that fed them. I'm the one that delivered them. And they want to change their glory. He was, he was telling you, compare other nations. Look at the other nations. They don't change their gods. They don't change your gods. We don't need to change our God. We don't need to change our, our truth, our faith, our walk, our relationship. We don't need to change it. This is our inheritance. How many glad what your father's passed on to you? Nabal said you're not taking what my father's passed on to me. How many times did Naboth hear his dad said, son, you're sitting down at the breakfast table. What is Deuteronomy 6 and 4? Here, O Israel, the Lord our God is one. He said, when, the, when they come to the breakfast table, lunch table, supper, at night when they lie down, when they get up on the doorpost, everywhere, let them know there's just one God. He heard it all his life. He heard all the commandments. He saw where his dad and his mother lived, how they walked with God. Hallelujah. This is my inheritance. I'm not selling this. They gave this to me. Amen. Brother David, amen, uh, took me to his home and showed me something on his wall that was very impressive. Amen. He has in his possession a land that goes back, I believe, brother, is it 1842? Amen. goes all the way back. Amen. How many generations could that be? I believe if you used to ask Brother David, he said, would you be willing to sell it? Would you be willing to sell it? He said, no, it's not for sale. I inherited this. Hallelujah. We got to have an attitude like Naboth. What we have in our possession, our inheritance, our revelation, our truth, that we believe it's not for sale. It's, it's something worth dying for. I'm not changing my gods. I'm not changing. I still love coming to church. I still love drinking from the fountain of living waters. I still love spring up, oh well, down in my soul. Hallelujah. Spring up, oh well, and overflow. I still love God's presence. There's nothing that can replace a move of the Holy Ghost in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can get in a prayer room. You can get in church service. Amen. We had a wonderful worship service here. Spirit of the Lord touching people's heart. When, the, when you begin to spring up, oh well. Amen. There's something deep inside. It's called the Holy Ghost. It's the earnest of your inheritance. It's something that you, amen, can be blessed with. Hallelujah. It's the fountain of living waters. I'm not going to sell it. I'm not going to change it for anything. 
There's nothing. There's no program. There's no, there's just nothing that can replace a move of the Lord in your personal life and in the church. You know what will cause a move of God in your life, your family, and the church is you just keeping, amen, the fountain of living waters flowing. Hallelujah. Keep them flowing. Amen. Keep prayed up. Keep prayed through. Hallelujah. It's our inheritance. One of these days, we're going to realize it paid off. Hallelujah. Holding on to our inheritance. Thank God we can hold on to our inheritance. It's something worth preserving. I don't want to lose it. Amen. Everybody knows the story of Esau. Hebrew writer puts it best. He said he was a fornicator and a profane person. When he was hungry, he sold his birthright. But the Bible said when it come time to inherit a blessing, he was rejected. Can I tell you something, church? As the musicians get ready, can I tell you something? And singers, please. It's coming a time when there's going to be a lot of people is going to be crying with tears, but they ain't going to find repentance. They've sold their possession a long time ago. Let me tell you something, church. We've got an inheritance that when the Lord comes, that the rapture, the day of the, of the rapture, we're going to realize how, how much it was worth holding on to our inheritance. This is worth holding on to. How many love apostolic heritage? How many love apostolic truth? How many love apostolic lifestyle? How many love apostolic separation from an ungodly world? It's an inheritance. I do not want to lose it. I've come too far. I've come too far. We've got too much to gain to lose. We've got some treasures laid down in heaven. Hallelujah. And I don't want to come up short. 